All right, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Ace and Trey Club. We might sound a little bit crisper. Yes, sir. Out here, we are live in effect. Live on location. I'm in enemy territories, Jamal, but we at the American Airlines Center. Yes. Live for the Dallas Mavericks. Yes, sir. Versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, the first thing we got to do, Jamal. Unfortunately, we got some sad news that happened. Absolutely, we got to we got we got to show our respects first. We want to say R.I.P. to head coach and former player Paul Silas. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to him. And we also want to say rest in peace to a legend, a Texas legend, really. Yeah. Head coach Mike Leach, who just passed away a couple of days ago here. Legends of the game. So we want to make sure we do our due respects. We are excited, but we do want to make sure we do our due respects, as we just said. For sure. But, Jamal, let's first talk about we are here live for, for the first time. And I want to give a special thanks to Mr. Cedric Bailey, who's Big here. Big shout out to Sid. Who's here helping us as well as we see Chris Arnold here on the first screen. But how has it been just your first opportunity to be here live in effect on going yeah. on the floor, doing everything yeah, with yeah. behind the scenes and doing everything. So how was it doing your first time? Yeah, man, I'm just sitting here trying to take it all in, just – Try not to be starstruck like we were talking about earlier. <laughs> like, just seeing players like Dorian Finney-Smith, Christian Wood, Donovan Mitchell, seeing how they warm up. Even Luka, we saw Luka for a yeah. little bit. Just seeing how they go about their business and work, bro, it's just, it's amazing, bro. Being up here in the press box, it's just speechless. I'm almost speechless, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Sid got us with the full, like, treatment. We got the tour. Yeah. We got to meet everybody. We got to meet all the staff, who is very nice. I appreciate it. This is like... I got to, like we were talking about last week. When you come to Dallas, you're gonna get the hospitality oh, that yeah. you need. Like we know how to show a good yeah, time. This this is very much for somebody that isn't a Dallas Mavericks fan, this is very much I'm a very you. great experience. This is how we do from it. My, from my respect. I mean, I already knew how Dallas is. We all we both Dallas boys, so here, we, yeah. we already knew how it is. But Jamal, let's first now <laughs> we gotta talk about your Mavericks. Yeah. They are what were they like 13, 14 to 13? 14 to 13. 14 One to 13. Game over. So what has been going on with the season? Or what do you, from a fan's perspective, what's been going on with the season? From Okay, from a fan's perspective, right? Mm -hmm. What I see as a fan, I see Jason Kidd. He won't start Christian Wood. I don't know why he won't start Christian Wood. And like we was talking about earlier, the young fella, Jaden Hardy. Won't give, won't give him a chance. I just want to see Jaden Hardy get some minutes. I want to see Christian Wood get started minutes. And this team will come together. But our ultimate problem is rebounding. Mm -hmm. He's been rebounding for three years, so. Yeah, and like I, like you're just saying, I mean, Christian Wood has been. We saw glimpses, the yeah. first game of the season, 16 points straight off the bench by yeah. himself. Yeah, and you would have thought, it's time. Yeah. It's time now. And, I mean, you're not getting the same production that you're getting from Dwight Powell, no, or Maxi Kleber that you can get out of Christian. You're definitely not getting it from Javale McGee, which nope. was pretty much a waste <laughs> of of a pickup. Yeah, and. I mean, I don't know why the Mavericks did it. Everybody, Lakers fans, <laughs> Warriors fans, whoever, Phoenix Suns fans, yeah. they could have told you JaVale McGee now is not JaVale McGee when he was on the Warriors. At now, all. Man. Or when he was on the Lakers the first year. We brought him here to be a rebounder and shot blocker. He's getting out-rebounded, and he getting scored on. So <laughs> he's not even doing his job. So I don't know why JaVale is getting minutes over Christian Wood. Yeah. So that's – if I – Post game, if it still happened, that's a question I'm gonna ask yeah, that kid. You know, I was listening to the radio. I'm so this is a Dallas area. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of people in this area are Mavericks fans, of course. Oh yeah. But what the biggest issue that they're seeing is 
the rebounding, like you just said, rebounding, rebounding, rebounding. That's the biggest issue. Yeah. And like we we were talking about earlier, when you have a washed, <laughs> a washed DeAndre Jordan, basically out rebounding your entire team. Who was here? That is that's a big that's a major issue. Issue, been an issue. So, from my perspective of somebody that's not a fan, yeah, Christian Wood definitely needs to be starting. Mm-hmm. They need Luca to. They need somebody to help Luca. That's not so Luca doesn't have to drop thirty. Because once you get start dropping thirty consistently, <laughs> your knees is bound to yeah. give out at some point. He so, definitely can't maintain this for eighty two yeah, games so plus postseason. Eighty two games and plus the postseason no. and, and then play in. When it gets harder, the play in get the play in. I think can sometimes be harder than the playoffs. Absolutely. Sometimes, especially not in those first round, but like of course the playoffs. Deeper yeah. you go, that's when it gets more yeah, harder for sure. But the play in when you're trying to get that last spot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a wrap for like how how competitive it is. Yeah, you seeing now they regretting letting JB go for nothing, like because they missed that secondary ball handler besides Spencer Dinwiddie. Because the only right. two ball handlers we got now that play is Spencer Dinwiddie and Luca. Right. Those are the only people that that's the only two people that can handle the ball. And so losing JB, that's the main issue they got to address right now. Right, and I mean you got you got Kimba Walker off a of free agency whose knee is not stable. Who's not who's not even the Kimba Walker in Charlotte. He hasn't been the Kimba Walker in Charlotte for years. Years. So it's like now, like you just said, why is Jaden Hardy not playing? Exactly. He's still in the G League. Like how many times do we have to see him in the G League dropping 30, 30, 30, 35 here and there? I'm like, how many times do you got to see that before you bring somebody up? And then I, was, I saw one interview. Jason Kidd was like, oh, yeah, well, he has the opportunity to earn minutes. Like him and Christian Wood got the opportunity to earn minutes. You're the coach. Like you're the coach. They have minutes. <laughs> you can take minutes away from from Maxi Kleber, Dwight Powell. Dwight Powell for sure. Uh. Reggie, Reggie Bullock, take minutes away from them and give it to the Christian Wood and uh and Jaden Hardy. Exactly. And we looking at the starting lineups now. They got Luca, Dinwiddie, Hardaway Jr., Finney Smith, and Dwight Powell. So they, they sticking with Tim in the starting five. Exactly. And you gotta go against Evan Mobley. Uh I don't know who Stevens is. Stevens, Stevens. number eight. I don't know who that is. Let me see. We got Darius Garland, uh Jerry Allen, and Donovan Mitchell. So that's that's a I mean, and the Cavs have been rolling this year. Bro, it's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be a crazy game. So I'm glad this is like our first game because, I mean, they got they got this game now. You got Portland coming up next yep. on Friday. Mm-hmm. Then you got the Cavaliers again on Saturday. And that's in Cleveland. No, that's yeah, that's in Cleveland. Yeah. Then you gotta go to the Timberwolves on Monday. That's a tough stretch. That's a tough stretch of games, especially the way with Damian Lillard coming back. Man. He's a Maverick killer. He always gives us trouble. He's a he's been a walking and Anthony Simons has been walking buckets this yeah. whole entire season. You see Simons take over that CJ McCullum. Bro. Exactly. So Simons, Damian Lillard, then you gotta come back, play Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> Mobley, and Garland. It's tough. This is a tough stretch for them. So hopefully, I mean, if you don't get this game, hopefully you get a second one in Cleveland, maybe. But you gotta this one for sure, you I would think you would have to win. Yeah. And while uh Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell may be the best backcourt tonight, Mobley and Allen gonna give us most of our troubles. Yeah, exactly. Especially, especially when you talk about what we've been talking about, rebounding. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest issue. Yeah. You if you got you got somebody as you got two seven footers basically. Yeah. Evan Mobley and Jared Allen, skilled, seven footers. Skilled seven footers. Big skilled seven footers. Two all stars. Mm-hmm. Well, now four all stars because <laughs> you got Garland and Mitchell to go along with them. So yeah. it's like, man, you got you got a whirlwind to deal with. And then I don't think I. And this with this matchup here, Dorian Finney-Smith and Dwight Powell is not a good matchup for Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. At all. And At all. 
and while we were on the court, you got to talk to uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, and he had tape around his hand. He did. I, I was like, yeah, I know. He was like, yeah, I'm good, killer. So that don't seem like the best odds to have two all-star centers and, and a power – well, two all-star centers, but even though Evan Mobley plays power forward. Yeah. But going against – it looks like an injured Dorian Finney-Smith now, yeah. and then a liability on defense and Dwight, Dwight Powell. Powell. And we saw that in in the off season, and yeah. not even the off season, the postseason. For sure. And he was a liability on defense. Yeah. So this don't seem like good odds of a matchups here now. Yeah, I I feel like Dorian is is a better matchup than you think against Mobley because he's lanky. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he's healthy, but the problem gonna be Dwight Powell against Jared Allen on that glass. Right. right. That's gonna be the problem, and of course you got to deal with Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland, who I don't see any perimeter defenders that can stop them in the league. So. Yeah. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell and I we I saw. A couple days ago, like last week, I think it was when they played the Lakers. Bucket, just bucket. a straight bucket getter, and yeah. I was like, man. And it, it doesn't help that AD went down too, which you can't you can't guard the perimeter after AD go down. So no rim protection, yeah. Yeah, so now it, it's just like, man, you had the game, but then you don't have the game, mm-hmm. like so. But Jamal, we are like we said last week, we're about thirty percent in to the NBA season. Yeah. How have you thought the season's gone so far? Like, who's your big? Who's your surprises? Who's your like, oh, they should be doing better. Like, who yeah. do you think it should, like, is on those waves? So, my biggest surprise, my biggest surprise, I would say Boston, bro, because mm. dealing with what they dealt with early on in the season with yeah. the interim coach and, you know, with the Doka situation. Yeah. And to still be, are they, they number one, number two in the East? Number one, yeah. Number one in the East, that's pretty impressive, bro. But they got a squad. We know they got a squad. And you can tell they uh they still got a taste of that finals loss in their mouth. Yeah. They trying to get back. So, and my biggest surprise, let me see. I would say the Lakers, man, because the Lakers should be better than what they are. They should be better. See, now, my biggest surprise, Utah. Oh, yeah, Utah. Utah playing like they're not tanking is insane. That was insane to me. And they're still consistently winning games here and there. Like, it's not as as much as it was to begin the season. But it's still they can st- they still have a chance at the play. Yeah, they do. So Utah for sure. And they uh didn't they give up Rudy Gobert for all those picks? Exactly. So they, Rudy Gobert is terrible. Terrible. He's, he's not. He's literally unplayable. Terrible fit. Exactly. But the Lakers. I what did I tell y'all? Now we started two and eleven. I said give it a month. You yeah, gotta, you did. You got to give it a month. You said give it a month because you got a new coach, new players. You got to give it a month. Yeah. Now, it's we still need help. But the way they've been t- able to turn it around, AD's playing at an MVP. AD to me is playing at an MVP level. He is. He is. And it's, cra- it's, it's crazy how he's, everybody's giving him so much, but nobody wants to give him his respect yeah. at all, ever. Because yeah. he take that personal, bro. We all know who AD is and what he can do. And exactly. he's showing what he can do. AD is exactly. a top three player when he got his mind right. Exactly. So, like I said, you give it a month. Then you get Schroeder. You get Thomas Bryant back. Yeah. Which I think Darvin Ham should be definitely giving Thomas Bryant more starting minutes because, like we just saw last night against mm-hmm. the Celtics, mm-hmm. you can't have AD and LeBron playing forty minutes. No it, way. It, it's not. It's not a good fit. Like LeBron. Like they're not young anymore. Not well. AD's still in his twenties. Late twenties, right? But late twenties. Yeah. But LeBron is almost hitting forty. And they got all the miles. Exactly. You can't have. Two basically now injury prone people playing yeah. forty minutes. Yeah. You can't do that. So why Thomas Thomas Bryant hasn't been playing, I don't know. Right. But outside of that, I mean, from an NBA standpoint, you have teams like Sacramento. Sacramento playing good. Mike Brown got them boys playing. Utah. The Warriors are all over the place. They're up and down. Yeah. Like you said, Boston is uh, like the standings now, if you were to 
in the season now. It's nip and tuck. It's so close, yeah. especially in the Western Conference. You wouldn't even think like this would be like maybe like ten years ago. This wouldn't even been like nah. the same thing. Like looking at the Western Conference final. I mean Western Conference. You got New Orleans at the top, Memphis, Denver, Phoenix, Portland, the Clippers. Sacramento, Utah, Dallas, and Golden State that have, like, basically play in the playoff berth if you end it now. Did New Orleans look like a finals team to you? New Orleans is looking insane to me. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, would, I would hate to be the AC and have to play. If New Orleans <laughs> stays at first. Hey, they look like a finals team with Zion. You can't stop him. I mean, if you keep Zion healthy, you keep – Brandon Ingram healthy, who's been who's been another one that's been injured a CJ. lot. CJ, CJ too. Larry Nance, Valanciunas, Valanciunas, Alvarado, Willie Green at the top. Willie Green is going. Willie Green might, and especially how they did Phoenix last year. He gave them a run for their money last yeah. year. They look they, nice. They're going to go crazy in this in this thing. And you know the playoffs, they all about matchups, and I don't see nobody matching up with them. Yeah, you no, nobody can match up with nobody Zion. can match up with them. And it's crazy because. The only person you can compare Zion to is literally Charles Barkley. Yeah. And but that's Shaq. still that's the biggest matchup. Charles Barkley had the biggest mismatches on him because yeah. the broad shoulders. Too big. Big length. Too big. big. And then jumping. And then he don't even. Barkley don't even jump out the gym like Zion. Yeah, you had that. And he jumping 40, 40 inches. <laughs> Come on, man. You, like, you can't do nothing with that at all. Nah. But, I mean, to wrap it up now, so we got the Mavericks coming up here mm -hmm. in about less than 20 minutes here. A couple of games are going on. You got the Pistons and Hornets. You got the Warriors and Pacers, Hawks and Magic, Kings and Raptors, Knicks and Bulls, Heat and Thunder, Trailblazers and Spurs, Cavaliers and Mavericks coming up, as you said, and the Wizards and Nuggets later on, and then the Clippers and Timberwolves to end the night, the late games. So we got a, a basically a nice night yeah, of it's a good slate. basketball. So if you weren't here, what game would you want to be at? If I wasn't here, who you say Sacramento was playing? Sacramento is playing. They are playing the Raptors. I would want to tune in to that one. Ooh, because that's that's two teams that play hungry. Mm -hmm. Like they play hard no matter yeah. what. They coming at you. So I would tune in to that one for yeah. sure. And I mean, hey, speaking of Sacramento, Mike Brown's got them doing incredible things. I'm telling right you. And I always joke on the Kings because they always been the low life. Of yeah. Western Conference it used to be the laughing stock. Yeah, exactly. But I gotta give my props to Mike Brown. But less than one minute. But for me, if I was here, if I wasn't here, who you got? That Heat and Thunder game. Oh, Shay Gilgeous. Shay is going crazy. He's playing at an All NBA level. They are playing. He's playing at an MVP level too. Honestly, MVP. Yeah, for it's sure. Like bottom. Like if he top five MVPs, Shy. If you not, if Shy is not on your top five, then you don't. You're I wouldn't not be watching. surprised. But, yeah, but we running out of time here on the BGC Sports Network. Make sure to come back. This is the Ace and Trade Club. We'll be right back. Yes, sir. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to the Ace and Trade Club. I am the Trade Club, Joseph Williams. Y'all know I'm the Ace man, Jamal Baker. And, Jamal, where can the people find you at on Twitter when they want to hear? You know, when, you, when you're live, when you're live tweeting from the game or yeah. – What's going on in your life? Where can the people find you at? Yeah, y'all can find me at JMB214 underscore. That's JMB214 underscore. And you guys can for sure follow me on Twitter as well at J-O-S-E-P-H-F-E-R underscore 24. Once again, that is J-O-S-E-P-H-F-E-R underscore 24. Now, Jamal, like we said earlier, 
We are live. We live from the Mavericks game as they're playing the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, it's the end of the first right now. Mm -hmm. Still a lot of game left. Cavs are leading 26 to 19. How have you thought the game's gone so far? Man, so we got out to a slow start. Like I said earlier, killing us on the inside. Mobley and Allen got to work, but I like I like what we're doing now. We went on a little six six seven zero run, and now we getting back in it. Yeah, yeah. Mavs did come out very sluggish, not shooting the ball very well. But I think once they got Christian Wood back in there, he got two quick quick layups, and then now you just hear see Dorian Finney Smith hitting a three, but. Christian yeah. Wood basically came off and gave him two quick, easy buckets off the bench. Mm -hmm. The thing about Christian Wood, man, he's a walking bucket. He can score all three levels whenever he wants to. Can go inside, go outside. And I'm telling you, he should start. He should be starting. Yeah, he's and, and it's crazy because the one game we come to, he finally getting all getting the, minutes the minutes now. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if, if Kleber's hurt, which is the, which causing it. Or, Maxie is hurt. Yeah, yeah. Out. So, but yeah, now. Wood is getting – now, maybe this might see – tell Jason Kidd, oh, maybe he should be playing the other yeah, games. Cause yeah. right now he's looking like he should be playing – well, he should have been already starting. Yeah, he really got us back in the game because we were down, what, 16-2? to two, And now you see it's, it's four-point game now, 26-22, yeah. Cleveland up. Exactly. But, Jamal, we are the weekend show, mm -hmm. as everybody knows. Yeah. So, we got we got to look at some of these, these bowl games coming up. Got so, you, you got – uh, UTSA versus Troy. Okay. In the Trading Cure Bowl. Okay. Yeah, Cincinnati and Louisville in the Wasabi Bowl. Mm -hmm. You know, some of these bowls get crazier and crazier with yeah. the names. <laughs> and most of them dudes are gonna sit out anyway. And I look at this one: Washington and Fres Washington State and Fresno State in the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel got his own bowl. I know, right? That's crazy. Jimmy what? Kimmel got his own bowl now. Nah, that's crazy. You got Baylor and Air Force, which is in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl, okay. which we might be able to attend. Maybe is that AT and T? Uh, I want to say it is. Let me look at the let me look at the thing here. It's at no, it's in Fort Worth, so it's at the it's at the Carter Stadium. Oh, okay, CCU okay. plays at. Yeah. Um, let's see what else is going around here. You got Ole Miss and Texas Tech in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Money, it's the money games, the money balls. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of bowls now, especially now that these teams, anybody that gets six wins gets a bowl game. Yeah. Then rounding it off, Texas and Washington, the Valero Alamo Bowl, Clemson and, and Tennessee in the Capital One Orange Bowl. Mm -hmm. You got Notre Dame and South Carolina in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. And then we already know the college football matchup. So, yeah. So going off, as we were just saying, it's our final weeks of college football now. Yeah, man, I hate to see it go. How did you think – what did you think about the Heisman? Because we got a new Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. My quarterback. Mm -hmm. Quarterback one for USC. Yeah. Bringing the trophy back back home where it belongs. Yeah, that's what you wanted. So, what did you think about Caleb getting the, getting the Heisman? I mean, I thought, I thought it was well-deserved because we, we all knew he was the Heisman at the end of the day. And, like, uh, we was talking to Chris Arnold earlier to the listeners, and he told us that he was Adidas down. And I, and I like how he noticed that because it shows just how he got the endorsements coming in already. So, yeah. so that's forever. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, yeah, I think he deserved it for sure. And, I mean, looking at Caleb's stats, 4,000 yards, 37 TDs, only four interceptions, and that's not even rushing attempts or yeah. nothing like that. That's just, just passing in general. And with the – with an 86.5 QBR rate in college. so And, and he got another year, right? He's, he's probably got another year, yeah, because he's only a sophomore now. Yeah. And that's, what's, that's I think that's what the crazy thing is with a lot of people that missed Caleb Williams. is like they thought 
Oh, he's about to come out. Like, he still got another year left. A whole another year. But the only thing with that, I hope it don't have a Trevor Lawrence effect. Like, that, that shine don't luster, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't wear off. But, I mean, Lincoln Riley has been known to keep it afloat. Like, yeah. I mean, as from what we know from o- OU, shouts out to Brandon Lewis, our OU insider. For sure. But out of all the OU quarterbacks that he's had, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Baker Mayfield, they've all made them stars. Even, even the year after when they kept playing, they still had consistent games. So it's not it's not like you're going from, you know, Trevor Lawrence, you're going from Kelly Bryant, Trevor Lawrence, and Trevor Lawrence is starting, but he doesn't, or the DJ, ooh, ooh, how you? Sorry, it's, it's a very hard name. But yes, yeah, so DJ, when he came back, it was like the same thing. Like, he wasn't that good the first year. Nah. In the second year, a little bit better, but still not the same, not where you wanted him to be for a five star quarterback. Right. So I think Lincoln Riley will get them back. Like get Caleb back acclimated. Hopefully, mm-hmm. don't lose to Utah again. <laughs> nah, twice in a row. But Jamal, as we were saying, we did have a big college football legend pass away. Yes, sadly. and I want to give this guy a lot of respect because in Texas, mm-hmm. what he did at Texas Tech is basically what you see now. Legendary status. What he did with the air raid offense. Is what you see why people are throwing 5,000 yards. You think you had coaches Lincoln Riley, Cliff Kingsbury. Like, yeah. there's coaches under him. He's got, like, one of those Nick Saban trees where coaches under him yeah. have taken that air raid offense and made it to where they're on. You see now Patrick Mahomes can throw 5,000 yards. Yeah. Kyler Murray can throw 5,000. Like, it's crazy to Easy. see that. Spread that thing up. Yeah, so let's see. Let's give Mike uh, Mike Leach his respect here. Now he's been a head he's been a head coach for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's got a 158 to 107 winning Oof. record. He won the Pac-12 division in North Division in 2018. Wow. Won the Big 12 South Division in 2008. And I think he's won the Pac-12 Coach of the Year in 2015, 2018. Mm-hmm. And he was a Big 12 Coach of the Year in 2008. Gotcha. But I think. One of the things a lot of people will remember him by is that Texas game. Now, I know you're a Longhorns fan. I am, die hard. But that Michael Crabtree game. Man, don't remind me. That was probably Mike Leach's biggest moment in his career ever. Michael Crabtree, didn't he have like 200 yards against us? Yeah. Something like that. Something crazy. That's probably, I mean, prime Michael Crabtree going crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, so we just want to give respects to Mike Leach as he's. As he's passed away, mm-hmm. hope, uh, prayers to his family, friends, for sure. the Mississippi State football team, and anybody else that was affected by his passing. Rest in peace. Now, Jamal, as we're watching the Mavericks game here, what are you noticing here now? I've seen your hands go up a couple of times. What are you noticing here while I'm, I'm sitting here talking? And yeah, you're man. Watching? yeah, man, my hands went up because Frank Ninakina had an easy layup, and he just blew it. But as it stands right now, we down by 4, 30-26 with 8.24 left to play. I like what I'm saying. They they get back in the groove. They picking up the pace. One of the things they need to do is pick up the pace. We're the slowest team, bottom two in pace in the league. So I like to see them run and get out there. And you see, they got them back in the game. Yeah, this is about the time. Ooh, that's a nice dunk by Jerry Allen. Yeah. This is about the time. I mean, oh no, Donovan Mitchell is still no. He's no. He's on a he's not on the bench. This yeah. is about the time when you want to see them start getting either the game tied or even a lead at this point. Because now. Donovan Mitchell started off with eight points, and then he went to the bench. Now, 
So you want to see them try to get back, like the at least tie the game. Yeah, before before he comes. Well, not even before happening. Before he comes before back Donovan in. Donovan Mitchell come back. Yeah, because I mean, we know what Donovan Mitchell could do. Easy bucket. And I mean, Karis Avert is giving them easy buckets now, right? As of right now. That's what he do too. So. If this game isn't tied, or you don't, if the Mavs don't have the lead before halftime, what are you? What would you tell Jason Kidd if you could? As a writer? If they don't have it before halftime, I would say, man, you saw what worked with Christian Wood. Mm-hmm. You you saw when he get, came in, his 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 plus minus is probably plus ten the way he was playing because we was down by so much. So I would come out and start him immediately. I don't know why we keep giving Dwight Powell a chance. Mm-hmm. I understand like. I see, I see what he's doing because if you start Christian Wood, you wouldn't have no other scoring threat when Luka's not on the floor. Right. So maybe that's what he's doing, staggering the minutes. But I, I would go ahead, and, go ahead and start him. Yeah. I would say if I was telling Jason Kidd, I would say you need some length out there. Now you see you got Finney Smith, mm-hmm. Bertons, and Wood out there as your big length guys. Yeah. Not, not so much Bertons, but Wood nah. and Finney Smith, big lankier bodies that are out there. And and Dinwiddie's out there too, so you need that link to match up. I mean, Mavericks don't have anybody that can match up with Mobley and Allen. Allen, unfortunately, but there you go, right there. And that oh, he barely missed that one. But as we were saying, now that Donovan Mitchell, well, now Donovan Mitchell's back, so now you really have to have length because that's another scoring option on the perimeter. So now you got to worry about the paint and the perimeter down there. Yep, and we and we still down by five. Christian Wood coming up with it. Yeah, let me look at the totals here for Mavs. Because the Mavs, they, like we said, they started off shooting very, fairly bad. They're shooting, as of right now, they're shooting 39% from the field. 39%? 39% from the field. And oh then they're shooting goodness. 30% from the three. While Cleveland is shooting 48 from the field and then 33 from the three-point line. Man, with those numbers, the fact that we only down by five, that – that's pretty good considering. Yeah. So it yeah. could be it could be a whole lot worse shooting thirty percent. Yeah, because that's not. I mean, thirty percent. I mean, that's almost down there with the Lakers numbers. Honestly, that's horrible. Yeah, it, it, it's getting bad as of right now. But like we said, it's still a long time to go. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see how this game continues to go out. We still got six forty six left in the second. Yeah. But let's look around the league. So, ooh, we got Detroit and the Hornets in overtime. It's 140 to 134. They ain't nobody playing defense overtime? in that game. Yes. Yeah, ain't nobody playing no defense in that game. They just walking up jacking threes. Your, the game you wanted to, that you would have been at, the Kings and Raptors is at 118 to 113 in the fourth. I knew that would be a good one. The Bulls and Knicks are tied in the fourth with 101. Ooh. With, with six minutes still left, so ain't nobody playing defense in that game That's either. a dog fight, yeah. Thunder and the, and the Heat. 89 to 88. Thunder, Talk about a dog Thunder fight. are up. That's the type of game Miami loves. Yeah, every, it seems like all these games are fairly close. Yeah. I mean, Trailblazers are 95-89. Mavericks, as we said, 34 to 29 as of right now. It's a good night of basketball. And then the Nuggets and Wizards are 39-40. Yeah. And then the Pacers and Warriors, the Pacers beat the Warriors 125 and 119. Beat, beat them on the road. Now, that's a big win. That's a big win. Now, before we leave, before I get to my next point, mm-hmm. uh, let me let me not disrespect the Magic. Magic got a big win over the Hawks, one thirty-five to one twenty-four. Now, the Warriors have had pretty much issues all year long on the road. Yeah. Now, we I 
I can't personally count out Steph, Never. Clay, and Draymond. Unfortunately, as Never. much as I want to, I just can't. Never. But if they have to go on the road and don't get a home court advantage in the play, do you see them trying to repeat this? Absolutely. Ooh. Man, they. I, I'm not. I'm not picking them to repeat. The, the question mm-hmm. was, do I see them repeating? Yeah, I, I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. But because they got that championship mentality, bro, you can't. You can't deny that. Like once they get in there, you don't know what they can do. Mm-hmm. And so, I can. Yeah, I can see them repeating. Who? Because who can stop them? Who you think at the top can stop them in the West? I think New Orleans. I think New Orleans, well, I don't know. Experience does matter. Experience is a, is a key factor, yeah. of course. But I think New Orleans is one. If, I, I, don't know, I don't know how this Kawhi and Paul George situation is going to turn out. Yeah, that's weird. That might be another one. And then. I don't think Phoenix can beat them. I don't think Phoenix can either. Phoenix can't even beat the Mavericks. No. There's, there's two teams that have Phoenix's number. We got them. Mavericks and the Pelicans. For sure. Have Phoenix number. So you, if they can't beat them too. They can't definitely be the Warriors no in, in seven games. So, yeah, no. But as we're here now, it is it's Thursday. I mean, not Thursday. What today? Today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Today's Wednesday. I'm thinking the next day next. Because yeah. the, trade, the trade, when people can start trading, is about to happen. Now. Yeah. So, here now we've had the Mavericks basically in trade talks for Bogdanovich in mm-hmm. uh, Detroit. Yeah. And John Collins. In Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. Now, as a Mavericks fan, would you want to see either one of those two players come to the team? Yeah, yes, most definitely I would want to see either one. But the one I probably prefer is Bogdanovich in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I prefer him because he can play both ways. He can stretch the floor, get his own shot. He really underrated player. I saw him in the playoffs last year with Utah. Mm-hmm. That boy is a bucket. So it depends on who we give up. If we able to keep... Christian Wood and Ad Bogdanovich, I, I would I would like that trade for sure. Yeah, and just like your Mavericks, I mean, my Lakers are in trade talks for Bogdanovich as well. But yeah. the only issue is is like instead of us getting Bogdanovich to start with, we got Patrick Beverly, and now we have to force trade Patrick Beverly with a first round pick just to get this player we could have already had. You regret Pat Bev? You regret him? I'm. Uh, it, it, he's he, him and Kendrick Nunn. Are unplayable, and they only play 15 minutes combined max. What what, what Pat Bev been doing? He ain't been doing his role. He he he's not. I don't understand where the. I still don't understand where the good label of defender comes from, because he has more fouls than he has shot attempts. He really just play hard. That's the only thing. I'm like, but playing hard is not what gets you defense. Like if I play hard, you're not gonna call me a good defender. Yeah, but like, at, the, at the same time, you can't coach that. You can't coach. You can't coach it, but at the same time, I'm like. If you're fouling more than you're than <laughs> anything, how is that good defense? <laughs> I, you watch him every night. I, I don't watch him like you do. I just, I'm just saying, every, if you're a Lakers fan out there, you you have to agree with me. Yeah. Because, I Jamal, if I'm fouling you and I get four fouls, do you, are you going <laughs> to say that's good defense? That's what he's been doing? That's what he does. See, I don't. So, if we're playing pickup, I foul you four times. You going to say I'm playing good defense? No, nah, man. So, I don't understand why everybody else is saying that. Yeah, they're playing football. Exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't make any sense. Ooh. But ooh, that's a great shot by Donovan Mitchell. As we said, don't, don't let Donovan Mitchell heat up. He's got 13. Put him up got, by eight. He got eight point lead from the Mavericks. But going back to the trade talks. Mm-hmm. Now, why the Mavs want John Collins for Christian Wood? You know, I don't understand that because they're the same play. You don't get no better 
trading Christian Wood for John Collins. You may get worse, actually. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't understand that. And the way Atlanta's going, their season is not what they thought it was going to be. I, not. I don't think the I don't think the Dejounte Murray effect is yeah. what they thought it was going to be. But John Collins can't stay healthy. No. So what would be the point of you trading Christian Wood for John Collins when you have the that's the exact same person except one person is healthier than the other? The only the only thing I would say he is a better rebounder than John Collins. He's a better rebounder and a better defender. But he's nowhere close to a better scorer. Right. Nowhere close. And, I mean, with John Collins, you're basically getting, like, your JaVale McGee. Like, he can't – he's not a good three-point shooter. Mm-mm. He's not a good shooter, period. Yeah. His best ability is rolling to the basket and catching alley-oops. And Christian Wood can do that and shoot at the same time. Exactly. So, why the Mavericks have John Collins in their trade talks, I don't understand. I yeah. would never understand it at all. They, they need to kill that right now. They need to end that. Yeah, so it needs to be a wrap. But we are running out of time here on the BGC Sports Network. Y'all know what's coming up next. You know what we got to do. We're in the city of Dallas, yeah. even though the Cowboys don't play in Dallas. But you already know what's coming up next. The Cowboys are coming up next. This is the Ace and Trey Club on the BGC Sports Network. We'll be back in a minute. Yes, sir. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to the Ace and Trey Club. I am the Trey Club, Joseph Williams. And I'm the Ace, Jamal Baker. And Jamal, as we mentioned before, we are live reporting yes, from sir. the Dallas Mavericks American Airlines Center. On location. It is 68 to 50, Jamal. Ma- Cavaliers are up. Mavs are down. Poor shooting night for the Mavs as of right now. Very but, poor. But aside from the Mavs, Jamal, you know what time it is. Oh yeah. You know what time. You know what time it is for the people out there that've been waiting. They've been waiting on. And it. I know y'all was. I know y'all was especially hating because y'all <laughs> love to hate. They want. They was ready. Y'all was ready. Now, you know, I'm. A, I'm gonna hold my tone a little bit because it was. A, it was a disappointing win, unfortunately. Hey, win is a win, man. A win is a win. But you know what I got to say first, Jamal. Go ahead. How about them Cowboys? How about them boys, man? Now, the second thing, Jamal, you know what I got to say is, hold up, hold up. Yeah. We them boys. We them boys, man, <laughs> for sure. Now, we got Mr. Cedric on, Mr. Cedric Bailey on location with us as well. So, yeah. we're going to leave his razor alone because that was a tragedy <laughs> in itself. So, we're going we gonna to let him sit there and sulk for a minute. Man, lost the Baker off the street. <laughs> Two days. Two days notice. Baker Mayfield hit them with some. But, Jamal, let's talk about the Cowboys. Yeah. What did you think about the game Sunday night against Houston? Man, overall, the game was it was ugly. It was an ugly one, bro. But to for the defense to come up with those two stops on the goal line after that turnover by Dak, and then for Dak to come back and drive about 98 yards, yeah, that says a lot about this team. Yeah, and for me, I was like, you know, they got outcoached on all three levels. Yeah. Offense, defense, special teams. Yeah. Kevontae Turpin fumbled, fumbled the bag. After that, the game went down. The game went down after he fumbled. Now, I was tweeting, as I usually do throughout the game, mm-hmm. Cowboys should not have won that game. Nah. They, yeah. got, they got outcoached, like I said, on all three levels. Yeah. There was nothing about that game that they should have won. But for a Super Bowl team and a Super Bowl defense, you have plays 
like the one Demarcus Lawrence made on third down and the big goal time. line stand. Big time players make big time plays. Now, see, y'all don't want to give us credit for pulling out. You know, it is an ugly win. Ugly. But oh, let Jalen Hurts go do that in Philly. Ninety-eight yards. Oh, it's 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 MVP season. It's oh Jalen Hurts is a is a great quarterback. Yeah. Everything and everything in between. But when Dak do it, when Dak do it, oh, Dak don't have what it takes. He can't throw. He can't do this. He's not accurate. Yeah. He can't do that and this. Why did they just do us like that, Jamal? Please explain that to me. Man, look, somebody somebody got to say, I forgot the song. It's it's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. That's yeah. how, that's how I feel like Dak should feel, man. Because Jalen Hurts just did the same thing against the Colts. Yeah, like two weeks ago, and they was praising him. And then when Dak do it, ninety-eight yards against Houston, it's just like, oh, they, they think they look at the turnovers and everything he can't do. But this man just led ninety-eight yards against the NFL team. Exactly. So, and yeah. it took it took Jalen Hurts like Dak the same exact situation. You had to have a game-winning drive. Yeah. Great teams have game-winning drives like that in ugly situations. You have to pull out the win. It, it just happens. Ha it happens. Now we all know. Houston got nothing to win for. They got nothing. absolutely nothing. Now, when a team has absolutely nothing to lose, they dangerous. That's when they're most. That's when they're the most dangerous. Yeah, and that's what you saw Saturday, Sunday for sure. And like every game, not gonna be pretty. Every game, not gonna go perfect. It's just you got in the NFL, in the NFL, you just gotta win. Exactly. Every game can't be a thirty-three point fourth quarter. No. Sorry, y'all out there. It can't. It can't be that. It's not gonna happen. Now, Jamal, we got a random signing. Well, I found it random. Mm -hmm. T.Y. Hilton <laughs> is now officially a Cowboy now. We have Jacksonville up next. We got some depth at corner with Mackenzie Alexander. And yeah. then uh, I want to say Tyron something just signed with us today. I can't remember. Oh, uh, Trayvon Mullen. Trayvon Mullen. That's what it is. I'm saying Tyron. Yeah. I'm thinking Tyron Smith coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're excited about him. So now that we're playing Jacksonville, what do you think the Cowboys – are going to do moving forward now. Man, I'm going to tell you one thing about this Jacksonville team. They better not sleep on this team or they're going to get embarrassed. Mm. So, I know they probably looking ahead to Christmas Eve to Philly, but they need to focus on Jacksonville because Trevor Lawrence, he can beat you. Yeah. And the thing about Jacksonville, they they come, they play hard. Their defense play hard. I, th I know they got the number one pick on defense. We ain't heard a lot from him, but they still got talent on that defense. So, yeah. the one thing they need to do is let Dak manage the game. He got to stay within structure. I told you this for weeks. Just Dak, stay with the structure, and we'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, looking at the injury report, Terrence uh, Steele is out, but I think Jason Peters should slide over there. Slide over there. And let's say, unless they slide uh, the other Tyler Smith over there. Yeah. Which I don't think will happen. But, um, yeah. I mean, looking at Jacksonville's, you got Trayvon Walker, who you said was the first pick. He on questionable. Mm -hmm. And then Trevor Lawrence is questionable now. What? So. But like you said, you can't play. You cannot play. Like we said, these two games should be two-no games. Houston gave you a run for your money. So you, it, did. it gave you a scare. It could have been the worst, the worst upset in history because you were supposed to win by seventeen points in Vegas odds. Which I don't like that anyway. I didn't like that either. Seventeen points in the NFL game. Exactly. This isn't. I was like, this isn't college. This so is why not college? Why are we doing seventeen points? Like yeah. I get you just saw thirty-three points, but that's not realistic that's every not. every week. It's not Madden. So yeah. 17 points was unrealistic, Vegas. Sorry. But Jacksonville, the way that they're playing now, and then they just they just blew out the Titans, I believe. That's a, that was a big win, yeah. So, 
this is not a team that you can sleep on. They're kind of like almost like Detroit. Like you can't sleep on these teams. Oh, you get embarrassed. Exactly. So, Jamal, with Jacksonville coming up, Eagles coming up, and then the re- and then the two remaining, Titans. Tennessee, Tennessee, and Washington again. Mm-hmm. What? So, what do you think your record will be after those kind of after those games? I I got us beating Tennessee. I, I think we we're gonna beat Jacksonville. And we, I know we're gonna beat Philly. So mm. what, what they leave it thirteen and three? Yeah. Yeah, they leave it thirteen and yeah. three. And I I think wasn't my prediction thirteen and four, thirteen and three? Yeah, in that range. Yeah, yeah. I think we both had the same kind kind of the same range. So it's looking it's looking like we're gonna be right. Yeah. It's looking like we're gonna be right. So that I got them beating those three teams. Yeah, my only worry is is if you basically you pretty much have to win out and hope you hope Philly loses one more game outside yeah. of your game. I think Philly got the Bears this yeah. week. Let me see. Let me look up Philly's roster real quick while we're sitting here talking. Yeah, they definitely need some help. But I mean, for us to have to go on the road for the playoffs is what scares me the most. That's tough. And to go to Tampa Bay, you, you don't know what Tom Brady gonna do. I know he's not playing good, but you just don't know what he'll do. Honestly, I'm Tom, Tom Brady is the least of my worries at, at this point right now. I don't want to see him first round. The only team I don't want to see. Keep keep San Francisco oh, yeah. far 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 away from me. Definitely don't want to see them. Keep keep the 49ers the farthest team away from the Cowboys. Yeah, they need to keep winning so we don't have a chance exactly. of playing them. I would rather go play Minnesota, Philly. Oh, for sure. Uh, Tampa Bay over the 49ers at right as of right now. Definitely Minnesota. I'm I'm not scared of them at all. For you to win in convincing fashion against Tom Brady with a backup with a third stringer. Yes, with a Jamal, let me. T- I went to sleep during that game. <laughs> it was fourteen to zero. I woke up. It was thirty nine to zero. Yeah, Brock Purdy. I was like, "Ain't no way." Iowa State. I was like, "Ain't no way." They did this to Tom Brady. Yeah, and just made they gave everybody the blueprint on how to be Tom Brady. He, they made Tom Brady look old. Yeah, they made him look an old man and need to retire. They made Tom Brady look like Matt Ryan. Yeah, that's insane. Like. Think about that. Tom Brady looking like Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that don't even sell right. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But, Jamal, let's talk about these pickups here. All right. So, like we said, T.Y. Hilton, one of the more random pickups because we all thought OBJ, but now it looks like OBJ might not even. He ha- he hasn't ruled out OBJ yet. He's still yeah, Jer- I mean, Jerry hasn't ruled him out, but. It's still unlikely. It's still unlikely as of now. Yeah. Now, where do you see T.Y. Hilton fitting into this offense as we go forward, especially into the playoffs? One thing I see T.Y. doing, he definitely going to add another deep threat that Dak can throw it to. The one thing he's been known for, he's always been running his whole life. Like, he's a speedster. So, if we add that deep element with Michael Gallup and C.D. slide more, more so into the slot where he can get the ball more, I think that's what T.Y. will bring to the team. Yeah. And... Really, all I want T.Y. Hilton is just just bring some route running, maybe high point a ball here and there. Nah, that's not his game. Yeah, but, I mean, because, I mean, where are you going to really throw T.Y. Hilton? He's going to be maximum third, yeah. if anything. Because I, I don't think he should be playing over Noah Brown. Noah Brown's playing good. Noah Brown's playing amazing. So you can't put him over Gallup. You can't put him over C.D. Lamb. Definitely not. You can't put him over Noah Brown. So he's going to be the fourth. So he's going to really be the fourth, maximum third. Yeah. 
So really, he gonna be in those Noah Brown situations like we saw on Sunday, where you had to get in an open space and catch the ball. Yeah. In cover too. And that was a big time catch. That was a huge catch. Because the way Petrie was knocking them around. Well, he was all over the place. He was boomsticking everybody. I was like, who is number five? That's what I said. I didn't even know who he was. I was like, there's no way. He boomsticked Michael Gallup twice. Schultz. Schultz. <laughs> and Noah Brown. Yeah. And then had a had the fourth down stop on Zeke when yeah. they stuffed us. He was all over the place. He was all over. That's like, I was like, I need that in, on my team. Oh, now. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we got we got one of them. I mean, Donovan Wilson does yeah. that, but he didn't do it. He don't do it in coverage. Donovan yeah. Wilson does it on blitzes in the run game. In yeah. the running game, yeah. Petrie was all over the field, boom sticking everybody. Crazy, for sure. So, with that being said, as we move forward, we know y'all gonna hate. We ready for y'all hate. Oh yeah. We used to it. We're used to it at this point now. But, Jamal, there was some interesting comments by Michael Parsons about the Philadelphia Eagles. I like it. I love it. I love it. I love it. But my only issue is I hope that don't backfire on us. It's not. Because I don't know when the last time Micah had a sack in the last couple of games, and he kind of losing his defensive player of the year. I don't know. He had – I mean, whatever. Which Bosa is in uh, San Francisco? Nick. Nick is going crazy. Nick Bosa is going crazy. See, I look past the stats, though. I look past the impact that he has on this defense. But even in the Houston, he looked gassed. He do. He looked gassed in certain situations. You can tell that that edge is not his main position. He's a yeah. linebacker. He's definitely a linebacker. Yeah. So Micah goes on a podcast or his podcast. Something Von Miller, Von Miller, Von Miller podcast, right? He says, "Is Jalen Hurts really the MVP, or is it the team?" I mean, he got a point though. He does have a point. So, if you were, if you were in running, or basically, if you were deciding the MVP, is it Jalen Hurts, or is it the team that you're gonna look at? In the Eagles' case, I'm looking at the team because when you got. Miles Sanders, top five in rushing. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard. The best offensive line in the game with that defense. That team is perfect. Jay, now, Jalen Hurts is doing his thing. Like he's, he's the head of the snake. But I don't think he's the MVP of the league. I don't yeah. think he's the best player in the league this year. That's yeah. what you asked me to know. I think with it, the MVP talk, it's gotten to a point where Patrick Mahomes is just so good at football. He set himself apart. You don't want to give it to him every year. Yeah, you, you almost can't. Like, do you understand, like, how much greatness you have to have for people not to just want to give you the MVP every year? It's like LeBron. It's like LeBron in basketball. Exactly. Yeah. And with Jalen Hurts, like you just said, Miles Sanders is rush, is one of the leading rushers. Top five. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Dallas got it. The best, one of the best offensive lines. If not the best. Ooh. If not the best, exactly. Then on defense... James Bradbury, big play Slay, Darius Slay, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who's injured now but was playing at a high level. Yeah. Fletcher Cox still there. Brandon Grant. Everybody's playing at a high level on that Philly team. They're so good, they're a good team. You can't really just say it's just Jalen Hurts. This is a whole, this is a whole team effort this year for sure. Because I feel like if you could put anybody else in that system, they would they would do good too. Exactly. Kind of like the Cowboys. This is a whole team effort as oh, of right yeah. now. This oh, yeah. this is not Kadak. Throwing way too many interceptions. Way too many. 
the running game is what's helping us most. That's what they need to lean on. And the defense has been helping us when we didn't have that. Yeah. So this is not – you can't just put anybody on an MVP level on this team because this is a whole team effort. Right. Patrick Mahomes, that's his team. That's one person running that whole team. Like, oh, yeah. When the defense don't get a stop. Pat, you got Pat. Okay, y'all chill. Y'all chill. I got this. You got Pat, yeah. You, there's nobody on either Philadelphia or Dallas that says, I got this. Nah. Patrick Mahomes can do that. Nope. So that's how good Patrick Mahomes is. Right. But we are running out of time here on the BGC Sports Network. As we live streaming from the Mavericks game, we just want to give you a quick update. It is 78 to 68. Yes, sir. Mavericks are trying to come back. So, but make sure to tune in next time. A minute we'll left. Be, oh, we got a minute left? Oh, well, we're going to keep talking then. Well, Mavericks are back in the game. Ten minutes left. All right. Excuse me. Ten Down by ten. I was at a minute left for the for third quarter. Yeah, a minute left in the third quarter. <laughs> so, it's about to be crunch time, clutch time. Darius Garland just hit a big shot. But, Jamal, how do you think the Mavs will do in the fourth quarter? Man, we down by 12. I, we, I'm, I'm finna lie. I'm finna lie. Luka got the ball on the right. <laughs> he he sizing up boldly. If we make this three, we'll be all right. He came up short. I think the issue, you got to stop Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell has 29. He yeah. was 10 for 12 from and the field in the first half. Five for five from three. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we down by twelve and forty seconds. I, I think I think they can make a run and come back. If you can't stop Donovan Mitchell, then I don't I can't I don't know what to do with you. And as he get the ball right now, they got stripped now. But like we said, Donovan Mitchell's got almost thirty. He could go for forty. Yeah, I told you. I t oh my god, bad yeah, turnover. We are running out of time here on the BGC Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in to the Ace and Trade Club. We'll be back next week. And this is the Ace and Trade Club. We'll be back. Yes, sir.